I was out of control. You know, I started, I had three daughters, the third one on the way at the time, and I lived those four years from 32 to 36. It's almost like a blackout. I, I was searching. I remember I built my home when I was 32, Dream House in Rancho Santa Fe, which you know the area. Yeah. Acre, huge home, outdoor living room, resort backyard. But I remember the first day lying there, and the first thing in my head was, oh, shit. I wasn't happy. I, 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 I had stopped working, and that's where the alcohol, the drugs, all, all the strip clubs, and, and it was like- and that hadn't living. happened before. No. It was like at 32 when you- I used to laugh at the older guys, like I, I, that I would rather, like why would you spend your money on that when you could go to Ruth Chris? Right, because still the, going to a nice restaurant was still the gratitude kid. Right. Somehow. The poor kid. And, and even when I started doing those things, I was outside myself going, I don't want to do this. I, it's such a weird thing looking back years and years going, I remember being unhappy while I was doing it and then being such a follower, just lost. Hmm. And, uh, Which doesn't sound like the rest of your life before no, then. No, and it was an evolution. And there's three things that happened that I, looking back were warnings. And one was when I was 30. So I was on top of the world. My father, who left when I was five, uh, one of the hardest things for me to talk about is I still can't get over guilt-wise because my dad was my hero from five to 10. My dad married a girl closer to my age than him. He would drive by and wave in his convertible. I didn't know back in the early 70s about child support, but my dad was a deadbeat dad and rich with my mom's son who packed her dinner in a paper bag so she could work a second job. Wow. Told you. Well, I'm saying to her, I said, I'm like, how come you can't be like dad? You're such a loser. Wow. So you can see it's still, I'm processing this because yeah. it's so hard for me to think how my mom stood there without saying anything. But when I was 30. And you feel guilty about that. Still. Okay, that yeah. you didn't back your mom. Yeah, I that, couldn't. But you didn't you know, under, Six years old, I didn't, you didn't understand. understand what was going on. I was so money driven. Of course. Like your dad? Yeah, okay. like my dad. Did you which get that from dad? Yeah, okay. it's a quantum memory, right? It's in my DNA. And, uh, but at 10 years old, my dad made a big mistake. He forgot my birthday. And the mistake wasn't forgetting my birthday. It was I was a fairly intelligent 10-year-old. So when I asked him, hey, how could you forget my birthday? He said, I don't believe in birthdays. Now, meanwhile, he'd been celebrating my sibling's birthday, his own birthday. That really hurt me. And so I went into this. Because you knew he lied to you. Yeah. And that was I, the first time he lied to you. Seriously. So the hero was hero. Like, I hated him. So I really didn't talk to him that much. I would dread going to visit him when I moved to California. Like even until later on in my life, I didn't think my dad cared. Uh, but when I was 30, I got a birthday gift from my dad. I was married, recently married. I got this gift. I started crying. My wife's like, why? I go, he's never given me a birthday gift since I was 10. I open it up, it's a beautiful blazer, and I try it on, it fits perfectly, and my wife kind of smirks because I know she gave my sizes to him, and he had this custom made. And I'm so, I'm so excited, I'm picking up the phone to call him, and I look in, and he tore out, like physically tore out all the pockets. The pockets on the inside? On the inside, and I'm now furious. I call him like, Dad, I go, why would you send me a jacket with no pockets? He goes, well, the jacket's not for wearing. I'm like, what's it for? He goes, to remind you of me. I'm like, what, that you're an asshole? He's like, no, that you're just like me. 
I'm like, I'm nothing like you. I don't even like you. I, I have a family. I support my, like I, I started venting, you know, and, and dumping on him. He said, no, he goes, you're just like me. You want to be the richest man in the cemetery. He goes, I want you to hang that jacket. It's not for wearing. Every day, look at it to remind me of, you of me, to remind you you can't take anything with you when you're gone. Now, I hung that jacket. I didn't look at it, and I hated him. And you didn't get the message. Didn't get the message at 30. I, but he I, saw you becoming him. Yeah. And he said, I'm unhappy. I wasted my whole life chasing money, which is probably true. Yep. And I, I don't want you to do that. Yeah. So that's like his last act of love or yeah. a strong act of love. A strong act of that's love. That's a pretty strong act. Awesome. I know at the time, though, it could make you angry because you still wanted love, real love from him. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought he was you know, projecting onto me and that I was nothing like him. Right. But it was a good warning. The second warning was from my best friend who asked my wife to go steady. Right. Right. The guy who went to Patagonia as well. He stopped hanging out with me when I was doing all the things I shouldn't be doing. The drugs and the strip clubs and all, all that. that stuff. Okay. And he knew the and guys. And all that's in San Diego. Yeah. He okay. knew all the guys I was hanging out with. And uh, he took, went golfing with me and he said, hey, I'm worried about you. I said, how are you worried about me? You don't hang out with me anymore. He goes, I'm your best friend. He goes, you're hanging out with the wrong people and you're doing the wrong things. And I said, no, 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 I'm not doing what they're doing. And he said to me, you can lie to, your, you can lie to me, but don't lie to yourself, Dave, please. So I was like, that one hit me. Two weeks later, I went to, I, I, in this period of time, by the way, now that I'm getting to this period, just went from 30 to 32 out of Samsung. Now I'm about 35, uh, 34 and a half. This is when my best friend says this now. Okay, and then you've been doing this stuff for two years. Yeah, I'm CEO of Lee Steinberg now. Um, I had gotten a job. Okay. Um, Lee had hired me for, for the money. You know, like I was just a money guy, and and you know it was a dream of mine. I fell in my lap, so I'm I'm running Lee Steinberg, doing these things on on the tail end, and my wife. I'm with Little John. The rapper. Okay, yeah. And I lied he was, to him. He was at the Pencils of Promise Gala on <laughs> yeah. Monday, yeah. And Steinberg's a sports agent. Yeah, at least yeah. Steinberg moved, did the movie Jerry Maguire. Right, right. So yeah. somehow I ended up manifesting unconsciously the CEO of the world's most notable sports agency, okay. Jerry Maguire, and he gives a Sunday for the love of the game. Football, baseball, Vander Holyfield, Lennox Lewis. Right. Huge firm. So even when you're messing up your life, you're yeah. still attracting I have a, good people. Yeah, unconscious competency How is to that? make money. I, I truly believe in an unconscious competency, that I was born with a quantum memory in my DNA on how to attract money. I, I believe that. And I believe you can adjust that and shift that. But that has never, you know, as I study conscious, subconscious, and unconscious mind, I have an unconscious competency to attract money. Mm -hmm. And I help people now build that and earn that through consistent behavior uh, because you can shift your energy and shift your quantum. That's how we can heal things and a variety of other things. I spend a lot of time being interested in my own conscious, subconscious, and unconscious. Uh, I lie to my wife. I tell her I'm going to a business meeting and I end up coming home at 5.30 in the morning in a disastrous state of mind. She's awake, she looks at me, and for the first time ever, my wife stands up to me and tells me she's not happy, and tell, in the morning tells me that she's gonna leave me unless I go and take stock in who I was and what I wanna become because I wasn't the same person that she married. I get really angry, <laughs> go back into the bedroom, figuring out how I'm gonna hire a lawyer, 
you know, how could she say this to me? Great need to be offended, great need to be superior, such ego-based consciousness. Right. And I sat there so mad, and then I got really depressed because it just hit me, all three of these people were right.